This is episode 54 of the Just Trippin' Podcast with Jay, Stefan, Chris, and Brent. Listed by age again. Apparently Brent. Well, no Brent today. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, um, dog stuff, right? Yeah, he's a new dog dad. Doggy, doggy, doggy dad. Yeah, they put, uh, we put Brent in doggy daycare for the night. Can any of you tell me what kind of dog he actually got? Because he always mentioned it being a unique type of breed, but I don't ever recall him saying what the breed was. Oh, man. He said it once or twice, and I cannot recall. It's it was not, something that I had like never heard of. Yeah, it's not yeah. A, a, a breed that I'm familiar with. Right, and, and I think he said he had to wait a while for it, so mm-hmm. it sounded like it was probably... Um, you know, and I, I, and the way he described it, a possibly high-powered dog. But we're gonna wait for the doggy talk until he's here. We had intention to doing doggy talk, but yeah, I uh, mean, Chris looked up the top ten dog names and, and breeds all the, and all that jazz. Went all no, the just names. Oh, fair just enough. Just the names. Is Paul on there? Tune in next week. And you might find out. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, fair Brent, enough. I'm, I'm sure Brent will be here next week, and he will be able to tell everybody. I really don't think he's taking care of his dog. I think he's hanging out at Pirani's Hockey World. <laughs> the play store for Brent, his dog, and the hockey player. Get all your chew toys at Pirani's Hockey World. Her, uh, yeah, they sell all, pucks, right? Yeah, and oh, sticks? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah perfect. On everything, oh, yeah. Especially puppies. Dude, the, my dog loves hockey pucks. Loves them. <laughs> it's, it's. Is your dog weird and, like, get into your hockey bag and, like, chew up your pads or anything no but we have the rink out back um during the winter and so the kids obviously lose pucks in the snow and then vinci finds them and then chews the living piss out of them until i catch her you and can't use them anymore they're all yeah all the corners are gone it's like it got caught in the zam yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of sponsors we picked up a new sponsor um we did Yes, we did. So sorry to drop this on like you guys somebody wants to sponsor us yes so heisers you guys know who Heisers is? No, I'm not familiar with Heisers. So Heisers. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> so it, maybe and, we should have discussed this in nope, the outline. No, it's fine. He, oh no, this is all this good. Is good. We're, good we're, we're talking about it, right? right so let's that's talk about point. Heisers. So Heisers uh, is a smoke and I had a good feeling this was going to be the case. <laughs> that's why you guys don't know it. It's a smoke shop and disc shop. So if you're if you're a disc golfer, mm-hmm. you know of Heisers because he originally started out selling discs. Um however, he found a very lucrative portion of selling glass <laughs> through that shop because most disc golfers do partake in dry herb. Where where ingestion. is Heisers located? So Heisers is located um on Lake Michigan, right down from uh, Wilson, the mm-hmm. Meyer there in Wilson. Yep. So it's going to be what I would say. Does, would you say Lake uh, Michigan runs north and south or east and west? Because it's Michigan kind of, Drive runs east and west. Okay, because so, I've got a little. It's a hard east and west too. It's not like I ninety six. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Because I'm trying to think of how 90, where you get off at 96, it makes mm. that curve right there. Yeah. So, okay. But anyways, um, so then that means that it is going to be east of Wilson by about, well, how about this? Boardwalk Subs. It is in the same parking lot as Boardwalk Subs. Boardwalk Subs. Not a sponsor But it's yet. Heisers. You just type in Heisers. You can find them on Instagram. This dude. How much is he giving us? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's right now. It's a mutual. Jay's getting little baggies. That's all. <laughs> well, yeah, this is working out real great for you, Jay. Doesn't doesn't go that way. It doesn't sell that stuff there. Oh but, no. But if you um you know listen man smoking smoking weeds illegal these days um if it's something you partake in and you enjoy a nice piece whether it be glass or ceramic Frisbees. or whatever and or if you're or, a disc yeah, golfer if you, if you want to get a disc or two well i don't mean to be offensive no no no. the disc there's a big difference between a disc and a frisbee chris get it together so i was just in there recently redoing helping him redo a shop for his disc display it is going to be quite excessive it's it's large so sure. if you're looking for discs go to this guy he is extremely knowledgeable about what you know what you're going to need what you're looking for for your throw um, if you're getting into it and if you're already, you know, consider yourself a veteran disker and you're looking for some discs, good place, good place to go. Do you, you know what he sells? 
Anova Discraft. Uh, every yeah, so Anova all, Discraft. All yeah, Stephen, have... Do you still consider yourself an expert disc golfer? Do you remember I know, that face? I, I no longer <laughs> consider myself an expert in that at all. Uh, although you were like semi pro, weren't you? I, I was never semi pro. No, no, I never had a great long drive distance. Just like my ball golf game, and you know, always my short game. Well, I'll tell you, I um. I played a lot of disc uh, mm-hmm. early on in like 18, 19 when I first moved down here. We had no money. I lived uh, out on 54th Street, so 84th Street um, was right there. The Johnson, or not Johnson. What's it called down there? Brower. Brower yeah, Park. Brower Park. Yep. Um, Awesome. Awesome place. But I that's how I came across Heiser's when he back was in the discs and stuff. And then uh, obviously. But what I was getting back at too, too, is if you are do partake in uh, some – usage of the marijuana and or i shouldn't even say that because that's no, not you fair can just to say. say pot weed dry herb yeah well because i don't want to say go there for your weed product that's not how you cannabis it's not legal that way it's it's all legal dry though. herb yeah okay either way yeah if I you're guess looking tobacco for if would you're be looking, considered a dry herb well if you so if you if if anybody does partake in that kind of stuff you've all been to the tobacco shop either like wild bills this not if, sponsor, if yeah. you like wild bills and you think they have a good selection you need to go see this guy. He will blow your mind. He handpicks all of his custom pieces. He picks all of his pieces from local Michigan blowers. All of his stuff is really unique, and he has everything from like your, you know, your beginning base guy to the guy who's willing to spend a couple thousand dollars on one piece. Wait, somebody's going to spend a couple thousand dollars on a, a bong or a bowl? Yes, he had recently just sold uh, like so. There's a guy who just released this glass that looks like birch wood. And it's crazy, and people were spending fifteen hundred dollars on Damn. some of his pieces on his on their rigs. You want to get into a glass balloon business with me, Chris? No, thank you. So okay. if you're if you're interested in in looking to see the kind of stuff that he carries, uh, get on Instagram and look up Heisers H Y Z E R S Heisers. Perfect. He's awesome, super cool man. guy. You know what? And, and hey, he's willing to support the podcast. It's uh, yeah. it's not really up my alley, but. No, there's a lot of a lot of um, our teammates and friends that partake and like to disc golf yeah. as well. And if you want, again, if you're looking for a piece that you want to wow people, this is the guy that you need to go see in Grand Rapids. I didn't know it was something. It was like kind of a big dick pissing contest oh, or yeah. something with your well, uh, your your herb smoking. Apparatus. Oh yeah, oh, of course. Oh, dude, absolutely. It it really is. Um, you know, as as you know, I guess it would probably be what I would call a younger game type of thing for kids you know because you're always doing it with your friends and so you know your friends come over and you're like dude look at this look what i just got it's awesome well yeah and for chris and i we're not really part of no that so much but i have a brother who's into that so and he's younger and then and that makes sense yeah yeah Hey, we needed to appeal this podcast to the younger yeah. generation anyway. Well, is it here? Just, I mean, here's a couple. You know, this is that birch stuff. Oh yeah. You know, like gold. It obviously is. Uh, looks like yeah. a squid. But I mean, you can just look and see. It's all really fancy, really cool. One of one off. A lot of his stuff is just one off stuff. I want to get my mom one of these. She can put her flowers in it. Yeah. So this is all that bird stuff, <laughs> and then just a lot of different custom stuff. But yeah, like I said, go to Instagram, go to Heisers, um, and and you'll see what he's got available. And and again, a lot of the pictures on here are stuff that he's had and sold, but it's to show you the kind of quality of stuff and the stuff that he's getting, the one off stuff that he gets. And then they got everything. I mean, if you're looking for your kratom, if you're looking for um, you know, you got a you got a drug test, and you know, there's stuff you might need for I that. Mean, if you're taking drugs and you got to take a drug test, you got to figure out a way to detox. Right. So he's got a lot of stuff in there. He's got j- much more than just discs in this. But anyways, check him out. Super cool guy. Someone we just picked up as a sponsor, and I promise you, if you go there, you it will be the you'll stop going anywhere else, and you'll continue to go there. The dude is just super cool. His name is Nick. Stop in there, let him know that you heard of uh heard of him by just chirping. And uh, he'll hook you up. Yeah, he'll get you that just chirping discount, two point discount. Yep. So, anyways, moving you know who, on. Uh, I think was at Heiser's earlier. Ooh. These possums that were up in Lowell. <laughs> <laughs> Possum. Or perhaps the uh, the driver of the car that was we, we stopped, have, in, <laughs> stopped in the road. The specific possums that are indigenous to the Lowell area. 
Well, it happened in Lowell. Who was knows? Was this a big possum? I thought possums were everywhere. Uh, yes, but apparently they were just chilling in the road or whatever and kind of caused a little bit of a traffic uh, stoppage, mm-hmm. I guess you could say um all of a sudden this officer saw that there was this car stopped in the middle of the road for 55 (laughs) miles an hour i can't remember what road it was but i'm guessing it was one of the main roads probably m21 (laughs) up there in lowell it's not up in lowell over in lowell yeah it's like east East, of us yes like directly due east a hard hard east west if anything not like i-96 right if anything it's it's south east of us not up and low. If you say up and low one more time, I'm going to reach across this table and take your beer from you. Your arms aren't that long. I'm Shut not up. worried. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so an officer saw that this car was stopped and, you know, was wondering what was going on. And apparently there were two possums that were in the road and the driver of this car was sitting there protecting them so that they didn't get hurt. Were Apparently, they- I don't know. He might have actually been at Heiser's. <laughs> no offense, Heiser. <laughs> officer, there's possums in the road and they won't move. Were they mating? Um, Apparently, one of them was dead. Oh, so the, and the other one, one was, was playing dead. <laughs> Just chilling there. So this car had stopped and was waiting for his roommate to arrive with i don't know what like a shovel or something to like capture it well, and, cpr like, kid obviously move it <laughs> we got to resuscitate out of the, the road <laughs> um and so i guess the officer went over and like picked one up and then moved him off and then went and i'm assuming kicked the dead one i don't think he would have <laughs> kicked the live one but just kind of you know shuffled the other one off <laughs> <laughs> off the side of the road. Possums, and possums are crazy. The, the officer's over here like this. And this right, is what we talk about, him. dead air. <laughs> shooing him, yes. Just... Literally shooing him, <laughs> kicking him with your shoe. And using your hips. Yeah, And apparently uh, laying out some profane language as well that after this was all said and done, the motorist did not take too kindly to and promptly went to social media and complained about the police officer for, as he said, being aggressive towards the, the possum. Police brutality, yeah. man. It's real. It's uh, after everybody. <laughs> I have Boys a... in blue, just check yourself, man. Oh you got to calm it down. This I... is, we need to defund the police for this. this I have horrible. a story about possums. I'll tell you guys off the air because if that was considered bad. Uh... You should have seen what Jay did to the possum he found. Possums. There's all these possums running out with these big scraggly beards now. Well, they're 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 marsupials. So possums are marsupials, right? Yes. And so when that is when correct. when you hit one that's got a whole bunch of them inside of her, it's like uh, it's like turning on a light and the cockroaches go. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving forward because I don't want to get canceled. I think it's a uh, mating season for marsupials. So marsupialama. Well, it's spring. That's kind of. Mating it's mating season, season for, bun- for you know, yeah, pretty much uh, everything. Bunnies and skunks, mm-hmm. etc. So the motorist took to social media and complained about the officer's uh, aggressive nature and profanity-laced um, comments. Mm. And upon much, uh, I guess, you social commentary by local, and I'm assuming probably a lot of non-local people in Lowell. The police department released the body cam footage. And apparently the officer didn't really do much of anything. And the only profanity was after the incident. And he was talking to another officer about the possum. So I, it's kind of a whole lot of nothing story. But I was just like, wow. It's, it was, that, that's what? <laughs> Listen, Martin, possums. This is what bothers me about like the internet and back in the day and and farm life, like, you know, possums or rab like now everyone says they don't carry rabies and stuff like that, but they're they got claws and they got teeth and they're they, gross. they are very good for protecting. Now I know they eat a ton of ticks and that's a good thing, but sometimes they're 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 nasty. I mean, they all carry diseases. Every kind of one of those na- coon, same thing. He'll carry some diseases and crap like that. But, um, you know, I 
I don't know. I, I think nowadays, like, you see a cute little video of a raccoon, and you're like, oh, my God, look at the raccoon, so cute. And then you come to my house on the farm, and my dog's face is bleeding and scratched up because this coon wanted his uh, his dog food bowl, and he didn't want to give it up, right? You guys, these are wild animals. Just letting these people out there know these are wild animals, and it's him or me, and it ain't going to be me. I'll two, tell you that. Two sides to every story. Apparently, exactly. suburban sprawls making up there in Lowell pretty pretty soft. Yeah, they don't know how to handle. Up there in Lowell. <laughs> like, look at this cute little bear. I'm I, gonna go pet a bear the next time I see it. Yeah, bit, it's gonna eat your face off. Based on my interactions with people from the Lowell, Lowell area, that that's motorists that took to social media to complain. Um, definitely wasn't from around there. Freaking Karens are everywhere nowadays. God, isn't that the truth? Or Kevin. I don't know. I'm not assuming gender. Yeah. They didn't say in the article. They or them. Just Karen. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you have Yelled to, at that thing that didn't understand you. These days. That's you, funny. You don't That's... want to offend the possum by using curse words and kicking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on now. Get you here. What a time we live in. <laughs> it's a great day to be alive. You know, who had a great day to be alive yesterday <laughs> was uh, former President Donald Trump. Ooh, wait, he's alive? Tell me, tell me. Uh, he's still around and kicking, apparently. Uh, an appeals court judge ruled in his favor <laughs> and ordered uh, Stormy Daniels to pay him $30,000 in attorney and court fees for her frivolous lawsuit that she brought against um four or five years ago yeah it was it was early in the term that this all came out that he had allegedly had an affair solicited services well no she's not a prostitute sorry she's an adult film star mm -hmm. yeah so i i don't even remember how it all went together where how they they allegedly had hooked up and, yeah and i think the whole thing came or the issue around it was with um the payments from Trump's lawyer Cohen Michael Cohen I think it is I think he's still in jail for offering her up like a hush money payment or something like that of like a hundred and twenty some odd thousand dollars or something like that yeah what was that to like be quiet or like a non-disclosure agreement or something like that so, so his retainer basically was like you just handle this get this I'm sure Trump's bamboozled on a regular basis about people mm -hmm. and torts and you know, anything they can get out of them. Sure. You know, people with money run into those issues. So she comes around and what was she, was she influenced to oh, bring this I'm up? Assuming or? so. Yeah. Anything that they could shake a stick at to try to create some drama and tarnish. I mean, they um, tried to impeach or well, they, he went through the impeachment process twice and yeah, but not for both, this by any means. We're, we're, you know, foiled from the, the get go. And then this had come out beforehand so it, it's very interesting that it, it comes to a close so obviously he was found of no wrongdoing now how can how could either party prove whether or not he and her had an affair i don't know if it was actually over the affair or again i couldn't figure out I didn't spend the time to go back and figure I mean, I out can't what the remember. lawsuit was and stuff. I can't but. remember what the lawsuit was off the top of my head. This was so long ago. So she filed an appeal. Because they had. Against the trial, the original case. Mm -hmm. And then it, that that appeal was denied. And, and then, in fact, Trump countersued it, sued for his court costs and yeah. everything involved. And was ordered on that. Upon hearing of the <laughs> verdict, he released a statement and said something to the effect of like it's now been proven you know i never had an affair with her and then like in parentheses nor would i ever want to or, <laughs> you know just a little dig like that of course and that he was like in looking, true trump fashion yeah, looking forward to getting his money from her uh to which she replied he will not uh, paraphrasing here, he won't be getting any money. I won't be paying him. I'd rather go to jail. So, oh, so there might be more to come. <laughs> we, we're gonna have a headline: Stormy Daniels goes to jail because she won't pay Donald Trump the right. thirty grand she owes him. I did not have an affair with her. See, see she, it, an affair implies more than once. I did not have. I did it one time, with that and woman. she wanted to. She asked me. I said whatever. She's she's a tremendous woman. She's got really big cans, so I'm looking at a picture <laughs> of her right now. She's not that hot. 
Well, she's I mean, she's also, got giant cans. She's also on the the Oh yeah, she's side. on the back side for sure. I remember when she first like kind of came out and like became a celebrity and stuff and then she was like going on tour to like strip clubs and stuff or of course <laughs> thinking well, that's what you do when you're in the adult industry yeah. you know you're not going to go to the the golden globes or something like that you you go to the woodies speaking of adult uh entertaining women have you guys seen the Tommy and Pamela show Oh, the uh, is it on Netflix? The, uh, Pam and Tommy. Pam and documentary. Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Have you no, seen it? I haven't. Brent no. was talking about that. It today, is. In, or, it's really good. Or was it you that said I can't? I, maybe I brought it up, but it was off the the recording. Yeah, you guys, if you haven't, find it. It's it's funny. Now they say it's so. Pamela did not. Yeah, there we went. There we went again. <laughs> I saw the look. Pamela did not. There we wow. go. Uh, she wanted nothing, absolutely nothing to do with this. She didn't approve of it. Her son, in fact, was the one who helped write it. Oh, my. Um, so, and I think it was Pamela's and Tommy's son helped write this. Uh, mm. And she wanted nothing to do with it. She didn't, she didn't okay anything. So it's, it's kind of like uh, true, but, but not true because they didn't okay it. But it's mm-hmm. a pretty good twist. And it's actually more in Pamela's favor uh, than it would be like in – because it goes through the guy that's that stole the tape and how he stole it and why he stole it and how they got it out there and all that jazz. And Interesting. you would think the guy did this to like make millions. In fact, uh, he like in all the scrutiny and everything he went through, I think they said he only made like sixty grand in total, mm. and it took years. Yeah, that's huh. a real bummer. And it it accelerated Pam and Tommy's celebrity. Yeah, apparently. In, in the 20,000s, or 20,000s, the 2000s, rather. Yeah, I just send nudes out all over and don't get any response. No. Look, look how it worked Jeez. for for um, for Paris Hilton. You know, her, her yeah. celebrity star went and, up with a sex tape and the same thing with Kardashian. You know, I, I, I don't want to, here we go. We were talking earlier about taking Chris's topics and parlaying segueing into something completely different that has nothing to do with anything uh what we'll say that for another day let's jump back into what we were talking about chris i'm sorry that's all i had to say on that okay we're back to what we were talking about so anyways uh but no for real uh i saw that one coming i would say you know the part of that takes like where pamela gets questioned on whether or not that's what she tried to do and blah 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 blah. i mean it's a movie it was all planned they knew exactly what was going on even if they they, probably hired this guy they pulled a jussie smollett and uh (laughs) well they got actually jussie smollett the guy came out and you know they figured out who stole the tape and how he did it and why he did it and he admitted to stealing it and putting it out there so whether or not he got paid to say he did that behind the table. Yeah, he was actually a lover of, uh, what is it, Tommy? What's his name? Yep, Tommy. Tommy Lee Tommy. or whatever. He didn't yeah. see any jail time. That's for, that's what they said. He didn't see any jail time. I'm kidding on that. That was a reference to the No, he, he wasn't. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, it's a good show. You should watch it. But the guy who stole it was a carpenter that was doing work for Tommy and then refused to pay him and kicked kicked him off his job and well if he's not gonna pay me i'm gonna steal something and so that's what he ended up doing is going and stealing i, the I safe. see nothing wrong with that he should have paid for stole services rendered so well he stole a safe he stole a safe okay and that's the, a little and different the tape was in the safe so so there's a portion of the movie where he walks in to ask tommy for money that tommy hadn't given him yet and he sees tommy pulling he sees a bunch of cash tommy was pulling a gun out of a safe to show his buddies in the their practice band room and he sees all his money, so whatever. He didn't think anything about it at the time, but when it came to Tommy not paying him, he went back to go get his tools, and Tommy put a gun in his face and didn't oh give my. him his tools and made him leave. So that's when he got mad, and he <sighs> broke in and stole the safe. I and think then, they're even. And then found <laughs> found the tape in the safe. Holy crap. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It's actually So don't watch it with your kids. But uh, <laughs> not safe for work. Super funny. It is funny. It's just it's more funny and entertaining than it is documentarial. Uh, how many episodes is it? Mm, just I, so I, can I can't recall because it. if you're in my house and you're watching a show with my wife, she starts an episode and falls asleep 15 minutes in. I watch three <laughs> or four episodes and then tomorrow she starts all over with finishing her episode and then I continue watching them until she falls asleep. <laughs> so it takes like months and I get them confused. So sorry, couldn't tell you. But it's not, it, I don't think it was that long. I okay. think it was maybe there. I think there are forty-five minute episodes, and there's maybe six or eight of them. 
Okay. So not bad. You can probably finish it in a couple weeks, two weeks maybe. If you're watching one a day. Night. Well, and I assume most people don't watch Netflix every night, unless you're like me. I do about an hour every night. So I don't know that I do every night. And I, I, I do. That's I think, my cable. Yeah, that's how I fall asleep. I fall asleep to the. TV. I think that was actually on Hulu. It probably was. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't know if it was on Netflix. It Hulu, Hulu doesn't sponsor just chirping. Because well, there is another documentary about this, and it, oh, I, I think it on is one. on Netflix. This is called uh, Pam and Tommy. Yes. Romance. Oh yeah, let me see it. Let me see the picture of who's on there, because I'll say if that's them or not. Just scroll down, and you can see the cast. So the show took a turn. Right here, yeah. Pam and Tommy. That's the one. The one I was looking at right is here, the one. Pam and Tommy. Okay, so it is on Hulu then. Okay. My wife well, watches stuff on Hulu. Hey, there is no Hulu and chill, right? Talked about that. We did talk about We that talked about that. Week. You weren't here. No, were I was here when we here. talked about the, here here the Netflix and chill. Oh, yeah. Well, Sorry. no, I, I think that was over the mic. Oh, it says Seth Rogen's in the show, too. Yeah, that's the guy that stole the tape. Oh, really? <laughs> He's the carpenter. Can you imagine him a carpenter? I can't take I can, this movie serious. I can see him being a carpenter. It's pretty funny. It's a funny show. But it's, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Well, it wasn't sent over the internet, um, but if it would have been, depending on what type of charges were brought against you for, you know, peddling the smut, if you have the current Supreme Court nominee as your judge, uh, you probably would have only gotten a slap on the wrist if you were convicted and gotten only a month or two sentence for, you know, five years. Yeah, you were talking about this. What in the world? So there is a uh, Supreme Court justice that's going through the, or not justice, but judge that's been nominated to the Supreme Court, and they're going through her trial, or her hearing right now, uh, to confirm her. And apparently, like a day or two before the hearing started, they finally started to release some of the records from when she was on the, uh, when she was a judge and stuff, doing criminal trials. And they found like six or seven cases where she dramatically sentenced under the recommended federal guidelines and under what the prosecution had requested. So they're trying to paint the picture. And most of these cases were for mainly child pornography on the Internet. Uh, Now, I have to ask this because you guys were talking about this earlier, and I want to be clarified to our listeners. Is this like the information that you're saying did this come from like solid solid source or was this you know like the x22 report information not a sponsor yeah i would say the records there and stuff right so but the way that it's delivered like is it it's a little bit of a hit piece on her but also not okay because like one of the cases that i had caught you know on c-span or whatever that they were talking about the defendant was like 18 or maybe 19 and had some pictures of, I'm assuming girls that were like 16 or 17. I don't know if they were acquaintances or like, you know, an ex-girlfriend or something. And that's what she was trying to claim, like had said that, you know, you're only a year older than the victims. And I believe that person was the one that got like three months when they were supposed to get um, like four years or something like that. Upon further questioning, though, it also devolved or found out that that defendant had pictures of like 11 year olds and some stuff that was more like sexually explicit versus just, you know, like a nude selfie or something of an ex-girlfriend type of, of thing. Somebody close in age. So they're right. trying to like sparse it. And obviously it's going to be a partisan, you know, it, it's all Republicans that are making this an issue and stuff and trying mm-hmm. to paint a picture of her being very soft on child pornography and, Pedophile. Which leads, I, I don't want to say pedophilia, but child pornography. Right. Which because leads, I would say pedophilia would have to be more of an action. Yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. It's all gross, and I think these people should probably hang I'm, for the most part. Well, yeah, and I, again, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know if they're that, for a pedophile. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just want to say that this has been an ongoing with the deep state and the Republicans <laughs> and like the whole their their whole. So uh, you've been listening to X twenty two as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So I did it. Yeah, but it gets to the point where it's like, uh, why does it always have to be put back to the Democratic Party and deep? That's why I asked. Like, where does this information? You know, is it being is it being juiced up? 
in that, like you said, yeah, a hit piece, but I would also say some of it's a little bit juiced up, but also in her defense, she did raise some good points. Like when the laws were passed, it was 2003, you know, there wasn't the proliferation of, um, cell phone images and stuff like there are now and you know all that stuff yeah, over the, the com- internet the computer was fairly new in 2003 right. not new because like computers well, been around for you know what smartphone I'm well internet and you mean netflix i mean not netflix well, being, uh, being able to send Napster. pictures and things like that was, yeah, you were was still not a thing. it was still dial up for the most part yeah you're not gonna swap a lot of stuff on that no yeah. um, your phone and even that your handheld devices weren't capable of of doing that until Around well, text, 2005, 2006. Texting was like a new thing. Yeah, you still had the analog text. So obviously, yes, I, I understand that point. But at the end of the day, are you going to, if you're going to be lenient on child pornography, I, I think I think that's an issue, regardless yes. of what side of the aisle you're on. And that and was. I don't like that it's a black, uh, a black and white thing, uh, a uh, red and blue thing. And that's where I think there probably does need to be some updates made because as she, uh, Miss Jackson or Miss Brown Jackson was trying to say, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, <laughs> that is phony. That I never meant. Okay. She was trying to. Um, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> create, you know, I get it if you're 18 and you have a picture of like your ex or something or of your girlfriend for that matter, or boyfriend How old is who's your like 17 or, or something, you know, is underage. So, Oh yeah. Generally speaking that is, or that is considered, you know, it would be considered child porn or it, it, it still is considered that. But when you figure that the age, right. And there's where she was trying to say that she was using her discretion because the laws were made in 2003 right, and they haven't right. been updated. And, you know, that's not necessarily, I think fair, which that I would agree on that. That particular case, you have to use your discretion. And that's what but she then did. When, but then also that person or defendant had much younger, eight, well, not anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, had, I, like I said, I think it was an 11 year old or something like that and stuff. And that's like, yeah, you, you're not getting away with that one. So. I, th- I think it probably should just be inappropriate across the board until you are 18, until you're legal to vote. You know, like kids out there, quit sending naked pictures of yourself to your boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other. I wonder how prevalent that, because I was thinking about that, like high schoolers and stuff. Like, you know, when you're in like seventh or eighth grade, do they put the fear of God in you like they did about having relationships with somebody who's you know under 16 and you're 16 do they no. do that with um, well they didn't do that when we went through for crying out loud no they did i remember it, freshman year for sex education they were talking about like if you're dating an upperclassman or something like that like with michigan age of consent 16 hell, they never discussed stuff. that with us they should have it was an issue so i wonder if they take that same approach for photos just to kind of try to stop it from happening you should it's it's the same thing as like abstinence, you know, just well, they used if to. If you ha- don't do any of it, then you don't get in trouble for it. If if you don't drink and then drive your car, you're probably not going to well, get a DUI. You, yes. you remember all those commercials where it was like the girl standing there holding herself, she was naked, holding her boobs like this, saying like it was pretty much an awareness to sending pictures to your boyfriend or your sure. girlfriend, and then the whole school. Uh, you know what I mean? There were those were around a lot. I saw those a lot in high school, like on MTV and stuff, probably. But they're standing there, and it was—I don't remember the exact commercial how it went, but yeah, it was like a girl standing there, and it's like, be careful, you know, it's not—you're not just sending it to one person, type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember those. Sense, I remember yeah. my dad at one point in time. I was dating. Uh, we were the same grade, and but I was a—I turned. You uh, you were a little bit older. I turned sixteen, and she was still fifteen. And I remember mm-hmm. my dad being like, "Hey, be careful! <laughs> Please don't be doing anything. Right. right? Wait until she's sixteen. I think is is how. And my dad didn't know if we were, and at the time we weren't. So it was like, well, as a dad or a parent, you're you're just kind of thinking yeah. like, all right, worst case scenario here. And well, yeah, and there was a local your kid. kids. You're the same age, and you, you know we know, we were all there yeah. as a parent would say. Well, there was a local kid. Well, I shouldn't say local. He was in the town next to us, but he had gotten in trouble and went to jail for something like that yeah so. and and that's something yeah like there there is discretion i think that's important well, there, 
she wasn't really not any of those cases on actual stuff like that. Right. But another thing that was brought up that I was trying to listen in on is she was claiming that the internet isn't an issue or like a mass form of communication like the mail is. And she was trying to say that like back when the law was written, they had these harsh penalties because back then if you were sending inappropriate pictures, it was, you know, illegally gotten or whatever. And then you would like slowly amass a personal collection and like get them in the mail and then like send them out. And it took a lot of time and thought for somebody who just accidentally, she was trying to equate it to somebody who just accidentally stumbles upon something on a Google search or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, I, it will be interesting to see how this vote, if she makes it to a vote, um, comes down. Yeah. And that's, that's a, you know, what bothers me is like, and not that this is not, not that this is like, I'm trying to like, okay, it, but we think about this earlier. We were talking about Trump and some of his endeavors recently in the political world. Oh, anytime yeah. something, they just go digging. I mean, if this mm-hmm. was really that big of a deal, why didn't this get dug up and be, become a big deal? years ago considering that it happened back in 2003 the internet and two who were the you know if if it were someone like another public official that got a got a slap on the wrist or somebody very important that had a lot of money got a slap on the wrist well Well, now we could really start to say okay this was this was done out of i don't know not malice isn't the word but uh I guess I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I'm not you that are. Good. And I can't help you out. Right. Gosh, but, I can't think of you one know, better than Malice. Right. But again. That they got a juicy Smollett uh, <laughs> right out of jail after three days. Right. Three references this days. We didn't get to talk about it last week, I know, so I got to bring it up. Yeah. That, but, no, that's funny. But again, it's like it's like now. You're, yeah, if it was the rich guy that, you know, got off or whatever, you might wonder on that. Right. And and, and again, I'm sure they didn't tell you who the who the profiles were of the people that whatever, but you know, I don't know the circumstances and they were court records as far as why it wasn't discovered before, because she's been confirmed by the Senate and at least one other occasion, one or two, uh, is because they don't go as deep for the lower courts as they do where they'll scrutinize your entire record when you're, you know, going for the Supreme court. And there's also something funky going on where they haven't released like, the White House hasn't released 28,000 pages of her records yet. So is this just one case that they're, they they're bringing to bringing light? They were bringing up seven. It, so there was a bit of a pattern. Okay, so this has happened more than one time. Um, from what I had heard, and this was not um, fact-checked or anything like that, it could be just opinion, but that she was trying to uh, lower the the term of a sentence for somebody um a pedophile of sorts that that they, they shorten their their uh their jail time mm-hmm. or be lenient on their on their yes, sentence very lenient on the sentencing now, that was the issue we got to figure in discretion here what are we being lenient on are we talking about the bad guy in the in the raper van trying to collect kids with candy or they lost their dog or something like that no, or are we talking specifically a statutory case that the kids child pornography are in clo- close age Cage, uh mm-hmm. no or issue and it wasn't that she was being lenient which is fine it is at the judge's discretion of course the issue that they had is that she was very lenient based against the federal guideline recommendations R- recommendations and then also guideline. very lenient compared to what the prosecutors had asked for okay so in that case it was like four to five years was the federal recommended the prosecutor wanted two years well what did the defendant or the, the defense want out of it then you got to f- kind of like figure out in between then i don't think they no really because once say. you yeah because once it's you're accused the and you're prosecutor and the judge the, okay yes, yeah. on that because obviously it's proven that he right. did what he, he was did. found guilty yeah yeah uh, and the judge or the prosecutor wanted two years so half of the recommendation from the guidelines and she gave the guy three months right. so and and again with child we'll pornography there shouldn't be leniency we all and that's why it's probably yes. a very frustrating thing right there should be zero leniency the the the, the real thing should be you get hung by your freaking pecker <laughs> <laughs> assuming that this was a male 
um, hung by your pecker until it falls off. I mean, that should be the sentence of all anybody who who rapes a child or hurts a child. Now, if this is a guy who is just collecting. Yeah, Pick with kids, or excuse you don't mess with kids. Yeah, that's where you, you draw yeah. the line. Just where you draw the line. You can say fuck on this. <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah, but but again, now if this was a guy who was just collecting pictures from online and then and then holding onto them, and he was a weird sicko, but had never shown anything that of hurting anybody. Okay, well then to yeah. give a guy five years for hoarding some pictures that he found on the internet. Now if this guy was taking the pictures, then okay, now we're cutting penises no. off again. I don't think it matters. Does the penis fall off or does the body fall off from the penis if it's hung by a penis? The body falls off. I yeah. want the body to fall off. The No, I want the penis to fall. <laughs> I, you know, let's change my mind. Rope. I'm going to rig a device and it gets blown off by a shotgun. <laughs> We're going to pack your ass I have full zero, full of tanner, I have right? zero patience for pedof- pedophile. Anybody oh, that has man. patience for any pedophile. Well, that's why they're like number one killed person in prison. Yeah, there is. I would there is say a probably rightfully so on that one. Yeah, yeah. They don't like it. When or, you or the they're actually raped a lot. Yeah, yeah, they get raped in prison for doing what they did outside of prison. I mean, well, I've never been, but I heard stories. There is no way that I can make a transition on this one, so we're just going to take a hard <laughs> stop on what we were discussing. There. I think that's a very good idea. Right. If you're looking, well, for I guess your if hair. you want to uh, shank some of these guys, <laughs> head on over. No, just kidding. <laughs> Shake your pedophiles at True Edge. If you're looking to cut a wiener off, go over to True Edge where they sharpen blades real sharp. Sorry, Rich. Make sure you check out True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. (laughs) I love this shit. Oh, man. That was good. Nice little segue. That was not supposed to be a segue. It was a hard stop. Done with that conversation. <laughs> no, talking I, about True Edge. I mean, I could see how you you, yes. you know, went from, you know, shanking someone to skate sharpening. It sounds good. Like Happy Gilmore, he was the only guy who ever tried to take a skate off and stab somebody with it. Well, I guess we're, uh, that's a good time to parlay into. Are you guys ever going to give up the parlay? No, you thing? said you wanted to make a thing and Chris said it. Last Chris week on an accident, week. which made me laugh. I'm not gonna lie, I yeah, laughed really I hard. He goes, like, "Mother," he's like, "Son of a." I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm over here like Mean Girls it. trying to make fetch a thing by using parlay as a. I'm yeah, a, you're just I'm making pi- up words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as a piggyback, so, you can make up a word if you want, but you can't use a word that already exists. It's, it's a word that already exists, but I'm just making a different meaning out of it. You can't do that. I didn't yeah, do it on you purpose. Actually can because I actually thought has it was a thing right now, especially words. Well, Nothing actually, and I actually look. even matters. I look more into it. Par, so there's two ways of spelling parlay, and they both have different meanings. Unfortunately for you, neither work. neither of them work for what you're trying to do. <laughs> but um, you can also parlay. It's a betting thing. So like, if you were to bet on the outcome of something that hasn't that's in the so like, if we wanted yeah. to bet on this game right now on the outcome, that would be a. Uh, uh, in the sense of a parlay. Like I'd like to parlay my winnings into the betting of this game, even though it's happening as we speak mm-hmm. on the outcome of the right. game. Right. And that's more of the, the, the angle that I'm working with. Like I'm going to parlay on what you're talking about because we're already here, but I'm going to, you gonna know, bet on it? Bet, well, I'm going to move forward on you it. You can't take a portion of the de- the definition. And well, I understand that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to open up a little bit of what's going on in this noodle here. Yes. So, that, so I'm, okay. I'm just looking Fair for enough. some understanding. Yes. I'm not saying I'm right. I could say that. I just want if, you to understand where I'm coming from. If you wanted to take that portion of the parlay, which would be like, Going from where we're at and betting on the end of you segueing from this to the end of another thing, sure. I'll, give, I'll the, give you that. At the end of the day, I'm a complete I'll idiot. be your cousin and give you that. No, you don't have to give me anything. I'll I, give you that. I want to earn it. Uh, but, yeah, I'm a, complete, <laughs> I'm a complete mush, and I deserve all of the shit, but we could stop saying the word because I haven't said it since. Just I, so, I like Just that. so I, you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> you can stop saying it. I'm going to help you make no, it. No, go thing. ahead. Beat the bag off of me. I don't care. I got it, broad shoulders. I can handle so it. so fetch. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, what do we want to get into first, Steph? You got a, you got a few things on the hockey topics. Yeah, so we, we've uh, we've embarked on the uh, the trade. I don't know why I'm moving this paper around. It's fine. It, it feels more professional when you grab I, it. Yeah, you shake it. Yeah, like I'm reading it. Parlay your papers around. Yep. Jesus. Knock it off. Parley that drink, Chris. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. When you're done with that drink, will you grab me a fresh drink? Sure. Okay. So we're we're in the trade deadline, or the trade deadline happened. 
But prior to the trade deadline, um, Marc-Andre Fleury, who was playing in Chicago, got dealt to Minnesota. And he was pretty excited about going to Minnesota. I, I don't think things were working out really good for him in Chicago. Well, he bounced. Where uh, he, obviously, he was in Vegas. Yeah, he came from and Vegas. he found out about his trade on social media. Right, to Chicago. To Chicago. Which, which had to have been a hit considering how well he did in the playoffs last year. He did really well in Vegas. Uh, and he went to Vegas from... Uh, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and they they weren't able to, you know, he kind of took one for the for the management, I suppose, or basically they couldn't protect him from the draft when uh, Vegas came into the league. So wow. the, you can protect X amount of players, um, and and they they didn't protect him, so he was picked up as a veteran goalie, and he was really more on like the back end of his career in Pittsburgh. The I can't remember who it was, if it was Jari or, or not, who came up and was just doing really, really well and kind of overshadowing Flurry. So he really wasn't like the um, the keystone goaltender for that team. Mm-hmm. So he gets picked up by Vegas. Has uh, they go to the playoffs in their first season? Uh, they call the 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 gang of misfits. Basically, all you know the the first expansion draft in many years. So it's all kind of new when you're yeah, getting it's a new team. You're getting stuff, dealt. Right? You're going to a new team. You don't know how things are going to work out. Um, and then he he gets traded to Chicago last summer. Um, I don't think he was prepared for it, and probably was just not settled in, and did not perform well in Chicago. So Chicago deals him to Minnesota. But the most interesting fact of this trade was is that after the trade happened um flurry needed to get to minnesota that night for the game apparently they wanted to play him in that game so well that was poor planning on minnesota's part did, did they not have a goalie was there, <laughs> right. was there nobody there that that could have played and then uh flower could have made his way there the next day or the next week or or month or even a year I'll be there for you. Sorry. So um, on that, you sent over a clickbait article. Well, hold on. Before we get to oh. that, I got I got to finish up the the part where the uh, the owner um, sent his private jet yes, to go pick him up. That's what I wanted to comment oh, on. Oh, I thought you were commenting. Is on. you sent an article and it was the headline was owner Minnesota owner goes to great or you won't believe the great lengths that the coach went to to get flurry over for the Minnesota game or something like that. Yes. So I was like, okay, this is intriguing. So I'm that's, reading that's through what the I article. Too. <laughs> right. I was like, okay, you know, they must have had to move mountains for him. Right. What do we have to do here? Oh, well, all that it turns out the coach did was call the billionaire owner and ask if he can use his jet. And he said, <laughs> sure. So he flew him. I thought this was going to be like a planes, trains and automobiles story. You know, that like he had to borrow oh, a car. Yeah. Like air traffic into Minnesota was shut down for snow, but they could get him from Chicago to like St. Louis on Amtrak. <laughs> and then, you know, somebody from the minor age, team was going to meet him there and then drive him in his four by four pickup truck (laughs) with all his goalie equipment, you know, in the back (laughs) to get him there in time. No, he just had the owner send his jet like that. Yeah. That was a very, not very surprising. No, I'm finding with that uh, particular news outlet that everything is clickbaity with their headlines. Um, I did find it interesting. That's why I shared it though. Like, you know, they that, wanted him that day or whatever. That they wanted that him that day or, well, moreover than that, the fact that he went to Minnesota because there was a lot of talk about uh, Vegas maybe taking him back. And then there was talk about Pittsburgh taking him back. And he's he has allegiance to Pittsburgh. I think that if if uh, Pittsburgh wanted him, that that would be where he would go. Uh, he would I take a, a discount. I mean, the Wild's a good – I think like that's a good move for him. It's great. They're they they are performing very yeah, well. They're a good team, and yep. I think with him, they could become a really contending team. I mean, they're pretty good right now. Well, that's the thing with the trades here. You know, these teams that there's teams that are out of contention for the playoffs, and there's teams that are looking for that missing piece. Yeah. Or and their that, go, their their goaltending is a little weak. That little extra like mojo to go yeah. there. There were talks about him going to Toronto. Toronto 
you know, has kind of been struggling a little bit on the on the goaltending side. They're they're going to make the playoffs, right? They're going to make a hot run. Don't get me wrong, but they they could use some better goaltending. So what happened with? I mean, and this might be catching off, but and I don't know the name of the goaltender for for who is currently on Minnesota. Um, but what happened to this? Now, when that trade happens, did they trade him off elsewhere, or do they just say, "Well, now you're second string," and then second string becomes third string? Uh, let me look into that real quick. Actually, yeah, I was the, just kind of wondering while you're looking into that because that pretty much wraps up that com- topic. You were gonna bring up next the uh, cider hit. Yeah. On uh, Max William. Uh, yeah, uh, Max Williamson. So, uh, more, to, I, you know, I could dig into it, and it's probably some research I probably should have done a little bit further on. Um, for regarding flurries. No, and that's trade. A, that was kind of. I, I'm not. A I'm not sure who one-off. who was traded. You know, the the main thing is is that he wasn't happy. Thank you. Well, he wasn't happy in Chicago, and and they weren't happy with him either. His performance was was wasn't you know lackluster. So and that goes to where his mind is while he's there, right? Mm-hmm. Like confidence and happiness and all that goes into your ability to play the game to your best to the best of your ability. And so hey, let's get rid of him. Let's do whatever it is we got to do and then uh you know, Minnesota picks him up. They're like, "Hey, we just picked up a really good goalie. If he's happy about it, he's going to play better." It's kind of like a juice up, a ramp up, a shot of heroin going into playoffs. Yeah. It, it's 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 a, a spark for them. Um, I'm sure they're, you know, they're they're three, four goalies deep, easy between them and their AHL affiliate. So one just got moved down, or or whatever may have happened. Yeah, I was just kind of wondering yeah. where he went. I doubt he went anywhere other than just second string. At it wasn't point. a blockbuster trade where he got sent for a, a big name that would have right. been included in the article. Right, right. And and we obviously, you know, I'm a little bit more on the inside, not on the inside, but more in tune with. Um, you know the headlines and what's going on outside of the games that are being oh, played. Yeah. So We're fans, I here. just catch a headline here. Yeah. I, 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 you know, like okay, well, we knew Flurry was going somewhere. Yeah, and I'm sure he has a, a a clause in in his agreement that you know he has these ten teams that I will not go to, or you know these t- ten well, teams that was are my the next only ones I will is, go is to. Who does does he get to say no? I, oh, he certainly could say no. To, to but does that. that mean no? Then you're done for the season. You don't play, well, and, or is that no? Part of my contract says that you have to pick one of those teams. Otherwise, I stay here. Based on the contract, he would have to waive um, whatever clause was in that contract to go wherever he was going. I like clause. So the Santa Claus clause. <laughs> Second, but, the second clause, anyways. Um, but getting back into yeah, that, let's that, let's that talk cider about hit. let's talk about this hit because oh my god, I've talked about cider before. I l- and and I it's actually somebody brought him early on, brought him to my attention, and so I've really been kind of watching him and paying attention to him. I do love the way this guy plays hockey. I mean, not only is he a big body that can deliver, but the dude does things and sees the ice and makes passes that would even make some professionals go, holy hell, how did that just happen? Well, he is a professional. Well, that's what I'm saying. It would make <laughs> other professionals say, how in the hell did he do that? I, right? I think he, that, that is exactly what's going on in, in the league right now. Um, he is a force to be reckoned with. Um, I heard uh, him compared to uh, – Nicholas Lindstrom. I was just gonna say a Lindstrom, like yep. like Nicholas. You know the the next type of player, like a Nicholas Lindstrom, with how he can move the puck and how he plays, but also um, the love child between somebody like a a big body defenseman. Well, you know, let's say like a Scott Stevens, perhaps. Well, or even uh, gosh, he kind of plays rough like Chelios. You know. Yeah. Yep. But Chelios wasn't really big. You know, he was five ten. No, plays rough like though. Yep. Like Chelios played way bigger than he was. He's not afraid. Yeah, he's not afraid to get in into the trenches, and and rough and tumble. So um, Max Williamson was uh, uh, cider had the puck, uh, and he about between the uh, attacking red line and blue line. And he was getting, you know, had possession of it, going to fire it down deep or make a pass across the ice. And Max Williamson had him lined up from a while away. And uh, Cider 
made the pass or the play or put it down deep mm-hmm. or whatever, saw the hit coming, and he complete reverse smoked him and just sent him ass over tea kettle under the wall. Oh, yeah, he saw him coming, and when he made the pass, oh, Williamson did not. He was not expecting. He just he kept was expecting coming. to catch him with his head down, oh. and no, he didn't. No, it was and, pretty good. And it was a it good was hit. Good. I mean, it was shoulder right to the neck. Everything much. was clean. Yeah, it was very clean. He didn't get a penalty for it. Inside, no, he didn't. Insider wasn't the aggressor on it either. No. Well, he, he, he saw it coming and embraced himself. So there was. He did that well. Uh, now, that's, that's the Phillies. Um, uh, they're actually called the Flyers. Sorry, the Flyers. Uh, so, James Van Rimesdyk. Is am, am I saying that right? James Van Rimesdyk. Van Rimesdyk. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming this was the exact same game, but Cider got smoked behind the net by him. So Cider got the puck and was doing like uh, an act. No, when you said reverse, that's what I was wondering. But there was a reverse hit as in the sense of he wasn't planning to get hit and and or hit anybody. So, so the guy it. delivering the hit actually ends up being yeah. the one who receives a hit yep. in a reverse Look hit. at this. Look here. I know the, the listeners can't see this, but this must have happened They before. certainly can look it up. Yeah, so it's the on the cider, and he gets oh, okay. completely yeah, so blasted. He, yeah, and that was Van Riemsdyk who, yep. who knocked him down. Yeah, yeah. You know, he just tossed him off the puck. So he's probably got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder Oh, yeah, right his, now, his shoulder hit the like, ground. like, I'm going to get that back. <laughs> his shoulder hit I'm the ground get before one of his yours. feet did. Yeah, Sider. but Cider, look, he gets up, he jumps right back in the play. It was a he clean does. hit. It was a fair hit. Cider yeah. doesn't. He's take not it complaining personal. about it. He's not whining to the refs. No. He, he's a he's a tough son of a bitch. I'll, he's a I'll good, tell you that. He's a good player. I really, I'm, I'm really, I get excited to watch him. I do look up some of his highlights. Uh, yeah, well, moving on. So, um, we we mentioned uh, the flurry trade. Um, so we're ra- we we've wrapped up the uh, the twenty. 22 trade deadline as we're headed into playoffs we talked about teams trying to load up to you know get their their way in or give them that little jump while they're in the playoffs maybe they they have a couple guys that are down or whatever it may be but um this year there was uh 33 trade deals made um and that resulted in, the- in moving 55 players in total holy crap so 55 players like, were like, moved around who's the bogus? is that a normal like so i I heard I listened to the John Scott podcast earlier today and he had made a comment that that was the most activity in NHL history. So I I looked it up and I couldn't find anything that that right. said that specifically and, and it was of course just kind of like breezing through articles and right, stuff. Right, right. You know, I didn't put a whole lot of time into it because it's no surprise. We're just kind of headline based on this stuff. We're not NHL insiders. We don't have, we you are, know, we not, don't have anybody. We're not our, spitting chicken. Our, our, our <laughs> exactly. Our closest contact to anything related to this stuff is what we hear from Zane. other podcasts. And we're not trying to steal anything, but you know, these are headlines that were, you know, are, are big into it. So, um, but I, I gotta say, you know, coming from, from John that I would, I would take that as, as being a fact with, with who he runs around with in his circle and gets his information from and, and to have 33 deals on 55 players transitioning, I, I think that that's a, a lot. Yeah. No, the last that, year there was hardly anything that moved. It seems like a lot. That's what I'm saying. It, that is that a record or is that like, is an average like 30, but that seemed, yeah, I but don't there was a lot of, numbers, there was a but. lot of going on at the beginning of the season too. Like I would, I, I want to say, recall when we were talking, there was a lot of trades and stuff well, going I, on at the beginning of the season that were like, we were talking a bit in the summer too, because July, mm-hmm. you know, early July is would, when deals are made as last well. year with it being kind of quiet would Vegas I guess coming in have kind of you know everybody's just kind of hunkering down after they got to pick all their stuff so that you know you kind of wait it out feel out what you have left and stuff so vegas has actually been around a little bit longer than just a year um but when that happens this is what i get jay this is what you get nope. for you know Everybody has to participate in hockey talk. I appreciate, hey. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you, you bringing something up because otherwise it just sounds like me listening off what I, what I have written down. I made this a, is a great question. And when they did that, so that they, they get their initial draft and they grab a player from each team or, or whatever, or make a deal with the team, mm-hmm. whether they, they get X amount of draft picks and they can sell those off for a deal with a player or whatever. So it does kind of like 
it shuffles churn, it up more than normal. It churns the butter a little bit. Um, in that case, they're able to move things around and, and teams can set up for their futures. And the big thing is like future deals uh, or like a uh, up and coming player that or, or first first round pick, something uh-huh. like that. You know, would be totally fine. So, um, I I don't so, think no. In that Chris, case, you are wrong. The simple, the small <laughs> answer is no. I made a comment. <laughs> you guys probably don't remember, but early on in the beginning of the season, the same exact thing. I'm like, Vegas is a new team, and then you're like, yeah, they've been around about seven years. I'm like, really? Maybe longer? Not seven. No, it, I think we're on year five? year four or five. five? Right okay, now. maybe it was five. Oh, five, <laughs> seven. Which <laughs> you know, in Vegas had a, a great kickoff and start and go, and then it, you know it, it's looking like they're not going to make the playoffs this year. They they really they were yeah, hard. It they did were, look like that. They were long, looking pretty long. good early in the season. Now they're they're kind of skidding to Chris. I actually think halt. you're going to be winning the uh, get it probably doing well in the bracket because for for our playoffs, you picked a lot of teams of that season. none of us picked that are actually doing really well right now. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Of course, you had inside information. I called Miss Cleo, and yeah. she. <laughs> she told, uh, put, Do you remember those infomercials? <laughs> flipped over the tarot cards. <laughs> so one last thing I wanted to mention before we wrap the show up: um, the uh, the Griffins are set to retire Jeff Hogan's number ten jersey, and that is hot on the heels of them retiring Michelle Picard's uh, jersey a few weeks ago. So I I read the, an article that had said that this was planned from the beginning of the year, but I didn't realize it until I heard Zane mention it uh, you know, tonight, today while he was talking to Trisha and Grant. Interesting. I, I used to understand the old concept of retiring jerseys, but it's like, now when they do that, is that, I guess I shouldn't say that. Um, it, that when they retire the jersey, no one can ever wear that number again. Yes, that's at correct. what point do you start running out of numbers? Yeah, that's 10, where, where 10, you're 15 re- years from now. Well, you, well you're, then you're one A. <laughs> so then you're right. really picky. You're really particular on on jerseys that you retire, of course. So for like the Gretzky, so you right. Well, nobody takes ninety nine in the league. It's an unwritten. It's like, like yeah, it, you could you can't. Do I that. don't know that it's unwritten. I think it's league wide. Like the NHL retired the number ninety nine. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. In regards like, to could Like, you couldn't, like, for instance, if Mike said, my son said I wanted to wear 99, I'd be like, duh. Well, unless you're okay. Kazi, he let Jackson okay. wear 99. <laughs> well, <laughs> I get a little kid like that. Right. But, you know, your boys are at the age where, all right. There's a respect well, factor well, here. let's be honest. Okay, let me take yeah. that back. Because there's we. I love when I see a kid wearing number 97. Or... You know, like such a, a random. Yeah, you would never. Not there. You would never choose ninety seven unless you saw somebody else wearing it. Yeah, like so, ninety one for Federoff. Yes, ninety seven for McDavid. 90, so yep. I like that. You know what? Cool, man. You're you're so into it, and that's your favorite player, and you want to be just like him. So I take that right. back. I, no, it's okay though. But that's a very good point. I've and I've thought that too. Like, holy cow, you can't retire all the, you know. I mean, a hundred players. Well, yeah, you're running ninety nine players. You're you're running out of right. it unless you got double zero out there, right. or something like that. So for the in the zero Gri- double zero <laughs> in the Griffins, you know, uh, franchise history, um, Travis Richards was the only number that had been retired, number twenty one, um, for many many years, and then all of a sudden. 2022 we decided to retire two more jersey numbers so it's kind of came on like a tidal wave a little bit yeah at least for this year and i mean i get picard because he was really prominent in grand rapids um during or shortly thereafter travis richards retired um and jeff hogan i mean he certainly deserves it but um it's uh it's like, wow, you're slamming two in one year? Just kind of so a little weird. So I was going to ask, and again, probably should have researched this a bit. Do you think they held off because of COVID and not having crowds that they were planning on these retirements a year or two? Obviously, if you're yeah. retiring a number, it's yeah, something we've that's gone th- planned out. You're right. We've gone through two seasons. Of, Without uh, fans there it and being... You know, Probably them being able to be, yeah. you know, in the building and right. stuff for that honor. So that's a very good point that I didn't consider. Is that based on you know the past couple of seasons that they they were retiring because these if you're two numbers once one a season or every other season. Well, right. you, know, you generally you're generally you're not going to run into it where they, they're going to retire um, one a season, one every five years. You know, this is like well, a a, a once in a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very in, rare. 
in 20 years time yeah, that rare. they retire a jersey and uh i mean all all three players are warranted in having their jersey numbers retired yeah, it's, so. it's it's rare. Um, they didn't do it on a Wednesday, did they? Because in the house on Wednesday, they when I was there, you guys called. We were playing the Stars, which was uh Dallas, right? Which was a uh, a playoff game. They're actually the uh, Texas Stars. Texas Stars. Sorry. Yep. yep. No. Well, the uh, Dallas, Dallas Stars are yeah, the they're they're um they're, they're NHL team. They're NHL team. Yep. yep. Sorry about that. Um, Don't you apologize? Yeah, yeah. I'm here well, to educate crowd, you guys. Again, hey, crowd. I I play hockey. I know stuff about the game. I don't know. The NHL. Yeah, but, Jay will blow your hair back with uh, the way to play the game. I'm just here with yes. the the, the yes. color commentary knowledge of it. I don't play the game as well. Well, I will say that there was hardly nobody at that ring. That's for that why they game. do that Wednesday winning Wednesdays. It's so crazy. Bring the back Griffins, the dollar beers. If the Griffins, yeah, I was gonna say they should they do should dollar do, beer, dollar dog, to. and the winning, winning Wednesdays, Wednesdays on Wednesdays they if you want to get weeknight crowds. Yeah, there was tricky. nobody there. No, then and, and so when the Griffins win, your ticket is good for a, a seat at the next game. That's why they're so doing the that. Next, the next game the next, or the next Wednesday? The next Wednesday game, yeah, Wednesday game, yeah. Because yeah. they didn't retire it on a Wednesday. They had to have waited for the weekend. No, of course not. Yeah. No. And I don't think that it's happened yet. It's coming up. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, then they must. They up. better be doing that on a weekend. It, it's coming up, and there's a couple of his teammates, you know, that will be there, and, and they'll do a ceremony and a speech and all of that. And, Good. You know, ju- just for anybody that may not – I'm sure there's a lot of people that listen and follow the Griffins a heck of a lot further or uh, closer than we do. But uh, Jeff Hogan was the captain of the team when they won the Calder Cup uh, for the first time. So it's kind of a big deal for the city of Grand Rapids. Kind of a big deal. That's pretty cool. What is going so, on? <laughs> I'd be amiss. Uh, all this pedophile talk. And it reminded me that we just had confirmation come out from the New York Times that uh, Hunter Biden's laptop is actually, in fact, his laptop. Oh, this is a real thing. Yes. It does exist. Uh, yes. It's not a uh, fake Russian propaganda, uh, as they had said, uh, what, a year ago? Yep. So they more to come exist. on this. Wow. So More uh, to come on this. Hey, we had I some late breaking to, news. Well, it's been out a few days now, but, <laughs> well, I mean, the laptop's been out for like it, a year and it, everybody knows that. It, it just clicked in your mind like we need to bring this yes. up late in the show. So more to come on that. Uh, we shall see what these developments are. Before you drop your laptop off at, <laughs> at a repair shop and forget about it, <laughs> make sure you go to On Your Game Pro Shop, your place for skate detailing, tape, and accessories. Hope you have been. <laughs> we hope you have been enjoying the show. We just hit two thousand downloads. Thank you for all the support. Talk to you next week. We'll see you at the ring. It's called chirping, yo. And chirping's what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'll be chirping too. So I started this show with my good friend and my crazy ass cousin. So we get on these mics and we chirp all night. Cause we're chirping to you. So pull up a chair and grab a brew and listen to Chirpin'.